like I've not, I don't have names for like my left and right. You know, yeah, what do you mean? Left and like, right. like my, this isn't Sally and this is. We can see each other and you just see me like grabbing. With. I'm like, why is she grabbing her left boob? Yeah. And why is it? Okay. But <sighs> I'm like, like up here, and I like jokingly said, I need a drink because I haven't had it. I've had alcohol in so long, and I'm just like, <laughs> I think I've had enough to drink for the two of us for the next six months in the last three days. I was gonna say, probably. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, I really, honestly, truly, I do not want to drink again for at least probably another day and a half. I like how your your limit is like most people who drink that much are like I'm never drinking again and you're just like like let's just be real like I gotta be realistic there's absolutely no way it's a day and a half but you know (laughs) (sighs) you look so happy today (laughs) oh yeah I'm so happy like nothing like incredible stress just be like So you have that doll behind you. I don't know what doll it is over your left shoulder. What is that? Kylo. It's got some kind of lightsaber. Yeah, Yeah, Kylo. That's terrifying. No, it's not terrifying. It's fun. Look at him. Look. I see him. Look. Who is that? Oh, he looks so much bigger from when he's behind you. He's huge. Is that someone from Star Wars? Yeah, it's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. See, look. That is hysterical. He's terrifying looking. He's got his lightsaber. <laughs> Do you see it all? What? Do you see his lightsaber? Like his? I see his lightsaber. I see his hand. That I tell you what, that leather jumpsuit is is airtight. Yeah. Nothing is getting in there. Nothing. Oh, he's he's fun. <laughs> which episode? Which Star Wars episode is he? He's uh. It's The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. So he has a movie, not he, but he'll be in the 
the next the the last movie of this trilogy if that makes that makes sense so i love that yeah so it's it was technically the hmm boy i don't want star wars people to think ill of me but i would say it's technically number nine even though it's not the ninth movie Ninth? What movie would it be? Is it something like the 14th, 700? What? <laughs> I never yeah. watched Star Wars. I tried, and, and Large is so into them, and he'll, now I'm, at a, I'm so happy I bred boys just so we could take them. My daughter can't be bothered. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so you know how um, Princess Leia and all of those, Darth Vader, all of that, that came out in the 70s and 80s. Yes. That was technically four, five, and six. Oh, so it's like the Lord of the Rings where they go out of order. Uh, well, yeah, like with Lord of the Rings, they, they went before The Hobbit, right. you know, but they weren't, you know, on tap to do, to, you know, to do that. It just um, series. Did you see, what did you think of that Black Griffin thing I sent you? Where that guy was doing all the interpretations, like he, um, the, imp- not the improv, I guess he imperson- he's an impersonator. No, not an impersonator. What's the word where they do um, impersonations? Yeah, I guess he does all the, is that, that's what they're called, right? Impersonations? I don't yeah. know why it sounds wrong to me. You ever spell something, you know, it's correct and it just looks wrong. But he, he it's the one guy with a microphone and he's standing inside one of those soundproof booths and he just does every character from Lord of the Rings or he sings, he does Frank Sinatra and... These are my attempts and yeah. impressions of a bunch of the characters from Lord of the Rings. This Let's one. begin our quest. He's unbelievable. Of mindless orcs. These are Orokai. <laughs> Armor is thick and their shields broad. He's amazing. I mean, I had my kids in the car coming home from my mother's the other day, and it's a 20 minute ride. And we did every, we went and threw it all with him because it was the first time I was hearing it, but I know all the lines from the movie. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. My kids, it's, it was so much fun. I like how we've already started talking. Like, we haven't even begun, and we've already touched on Star Wars and Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Hobbit, because <laughs> we are nothing but... What was that movie where they yell, go back to the circus. <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes, but that's okay. Oh, God, there, there they go again. <laughs> what movie was that? Um, oh, I know, Ace Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow, oh, Mel Jiggle. Was it Deuce, Big- Deuce Bigelow? Mel Jiggle. I saw that when it came out. I don't know if I've seen it again. And the baseball game with the with the one person and the person in the, in the audience, the stands is like break. Yeah. <laughs> There's some really great lines and clips from that, but I don't know if I've sat through it all. Oh my god! Since, I think Rob like, since it came out, he's so funny. Yeah, Rob Schneider is just one of the funniest. I mean, I can't watch that movie, The Hot Chick, without laughing out loud. Oh, yeah. Where I attract the, the kids to come in the room, and I'm like, oh, got to change the chat. I get, I get visibly irritated that they're in the room. I'm like, oh, great. I turn the TV off now that you're here. Fine. Just he is my so fun. <laughs> and you wouldn't think Rachel McAdams as like a comedy actress, but she is very funny. It's kind of like Jennifer Aniston, the way she does those um, mm-hmm. horrible bosses. I think, I think she's fantastic. Oh, you know who I loved? And everyone loved her, obviously, in The Notebook. I loved her in the Sherlock movies. Well, in the first Sherlock movie. I keep falling asleep on them, and I love them. But no, I really? It's terrible, I know. 
my God. I have been, uh, and I love them. I love the movie. I love the Netflix version of it with um, oh. Benjamin Cumberbatch. I, I watch them. Yeah. I don't know why. I fall asleep. Whenever Mike puts them on, I fall asleep. Okay. So <laughs> when I was, when I had gone back to school, when I went back to college, I started needing like white noise almost. And then like white noise would just, it would mess with me because where we lived at the time, I was like, is it really raining outside? <laughs> because the white noise that I like is mostly like thunderstorms. And in that area, they used to have quite a bit. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Do you still oh. use the white noise machine? Yeah. So like I have like a sound, you know, something I'll like put on. So I started p- putting on the first Sherlock Holmes um, movie that, oh my God, I'm so bad with names right now. You mean the moment Robert Downey Jr.? That's it. Thank you. <laughs> I was wondering what you were thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with her in it. And so they, they've done two and I swear they announced they were doing a third. Oh, and it, like it was sort of like, well, he's so busy with all the Marvel movies, they haven't gotten to it. But I've just been waiting for him to make that third movie. Like that's, as much as I love Marvel and as much as I love, you know, all that whole cinematic universe that they've made and it's wonderful. Um, I'm just, I'm just the nerd going, are you going to make a third Sherlock Holmes? (laughs) I got to get through one and two before I can see three. Yeah, so I would play number one on a loop. Oh, that is so, so that's like I, me with Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I have heard it. I've heard the movie, heard slash watched the movie so many times. And then I got to a point where I was like, I could only watch the movie as I, if I was in homework mode. Oh, right, right. Because uh-huh. it would be like something that I would just be like, it would just be off in the distance. And it would be like, I would get in the zone. And I, I did so much homework with that one movie going. That it is became like, I don't know why. I just, I love it. But then I haven't watched it since. If I start watching it, I'll go get my master's. That's... <laughs> you should. <laughs> why not? Why not? Just throw one more thing on your plate. What's the big Yeah, thing? yeah. More, you know, college debt, everything else. <laughs> just That's what life is all about, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were... Oh, Still boy. College Still was a point. point of discussion this week and today in my house. Oh boy, that was heated, heated, heated conversation in our house today. Oh yeah? Yeah, all sparked from how the house is changed, as you know, like as everything's changing mm-hmm. and it came down to a specific situation which erupted my, my uh, middle guy, my one with Asperger's just did not like it and of course they don't like change to begin with and he just lost it and I was like oh my god this is just he just just really I think it hit him that the oldest son is going to be gone and the the younger brother is going to be out of the house getting into a really good college and living there and he's still here and it's like well you haven't done anything I've given you everything and of course he's in complete denial. So it's just, if I didn't have enough money to, you know, bribe a college. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't have that. You don't have that. If you want to run around somewhere. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have that. So I haven't found mine. I know I put it somewhere in the house. I just can't remember where I put it. I got to go find it. And so we can't move until we find it. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, (laughs) I'm going to give up this week looking for it because, you know, I'm hoping that next week it's something will spark a memory. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Isn't Mike waiting for you to like go find all that money that he, he always likes to say? No, you know, he's in no rush. He, you know, he's he in always, no he always says, um, she promised that she was much. Yeah, I was, I'm much wealthier. Oh yeah. I, you know, I let on that I was much wealthier than I actually was. Oh yeah. That, I've heard him say that a few times. <laughs> so like, oh my God. It's it's quite funny. So how did Friday night go? So what Friday was, night was, was really exciting. Happy hour. Yeah, and um, we got there about four thirty. Oh and wow! Yeah, okay. there were people there already, ready to go. Um, Willie walked in right at five, which was I mean, prompt. It was I mean it was great. I mean he walked in and it was like the lights went on, the band went on. It was awesome. It was it was really a phenomenal night. Um, wow, that's great. Pat put together a phenomenal night for them. He did, he did really did a great job. He had a great band. He had the signs made up and he, he was giving out t-shirts. I mean, it was legit. And I was very happy to see the turnout. I couldn't take a guess at how many people came because okay. the worst with that. So I'd have to guess maybe 250. Okay. Um, if I had to guess, but like I said, I'm a terrible guess. It could be more than that. But um, they had some turnout and everybody was just so happy to be there and Good. Wanted to meet everybody, and they had to feel like huge celebrities. It was good. It was a good time. That's good. I mean, that's great, though, for them, because, um, again, I, if I talked over you. This was the Barstool Breakfast um, show on Friday evening before uh, St. Patrick's Day. So you guys went out, and the T-shirts were great. I saw a sign that was the exact same um, as mm-hmm. the black T-shirt, I think. Yeah. It had like Barstool Sports and like Barstool Breakfast kind of intermixed yep. or something. And then they like were that. giving out the old white ones too. The one yeah. with the um, pack of cigarettes and the love it. Was it yeah. Chivas Regal on it with the pancakes and the <laughs> Yeah, the pancakes. I love those. I love that one a lot. Um so the yeah, it was great. And I, yeah, and I did see a video, I think. Was it Willie and Large singing? Oh yeah, no no nay never. Yeah. I won't sing it for you because someone will kill me. You know what I saw a lot there that was I thought was great? Tattoos. It's amazing how many people were there with tattoos. Those are my people. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. I got to know so many stories about their lives just from reading their bodies. At some point, I was starting to wonder if, you know, if I've lived because I don't have a tattoo. I'm thinking, who's going to know my story? How is someone going to know? But I mean... They really, they ha- there are so many people uh, that have them that I, I, by the fourth person that I met with one, I'm like, you know, can I read you now? You know, and I'm just, and they just open their shirt, roll up a sleeve, drop down a pant. Like, it was awesome. I loved it. You know, I did ask a couple people, though, if um, they had any that they regretted getting. And those are the ones they almost want to show you first. They're like, like, oh, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, this one was supposed to say Jimmy, but it doesn't. Instead, it just says, mm, 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 you know, <laughs> it was it's the, like the, re, the oh, no, 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 regre- no regrets or no whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was great, though. I mean, so many people were so they were just such friendly people. But I, I love looking at tattoos. I didn't realize I, I watch Ink Master like mm-hmm. we're religious Ink Master people. And um, like we like the angels, the spinoffs and stuff. I do. I love watching all of them. But to see, you know, to actually touch them too, that's kind of cool. You almost, some of them who had phenomenal artists, mm-hmm. like if you get a real great tattoo, 
tattoo artist, they can they can put texture in there and stuff. Oh, yeah. So when you feel it and it doesn't, it, it feels like just skin. Like you wouldn't know if you weren't if your eyes were closed that there was a tattoo there. But from the looks of it, it looks like it would feel like you know um, ice water or bumpy or fur. You know, like it was very cool. Right. It was very very cool to see that. Have you ever gone with someone to get a tattoo? I mean, yes. not that you've, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I've had some of my best days with friends just sitting with them. It's, it's cool to I watch with them. I went with large has one. I went with him when he got his and it was like, um, I was, I was afraid I was going to bump the tattoo because I'm very clumsy. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, or I start, um, I zone out after a while. Like I'll start looking at my phone or if I, so if I see something funny, I might burst out laughing and then spook the guy. I don't want to do that. Right. Well, a couple of times they sent me out for sodas and stuff. <laughs> Fanny out of the room. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's the one thing I, I um, got to learn really quick was to be the person. So it would cut up my day as well, but I went with people who were getting like big pieces that took like several days at a time, but they would have to go and get, the outline done and, and then, you know, rest, God, I forget how, you know, the different healing times. And then, you know, two months later they would go in for something else or whatever. That's, those have been fun. Those have been fun days. And of course I still haven't had one, but oh, well. You don't have one. That's right. We covered that last week. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting one. I just don't know what I would get one of because I'm so, I'm, I'm, I change constantly. I'm always different. I always have a different mood. So some days I'll be dark. Some days I'll be happy, you know? So I really don't know what I would get that I would be happy with, with all my different moods. So I don't do anything, you know, cause I don't want to be like, Oh, I hate this. And then make that rash decision to have it lasered off and then be like, Oh, why did I do that? I love it. You know, I just, I'm a weirdo. You know what you need? You need the, um, the Harlequins masks. Yeah, right. That would be that would be fitting. Yeah, the happy and sad, and unless you mean because Tom Hardy has one, he's got oh, one. does he really? Right. Yeah. The fact that you know that actually is not shocking to me because he I is read, your. I like to read bodies. He is your past. What bad to read? There was something I tagged you in. What was it this week? It had to do with somebody did something that was. Oh, it was a bean. It was a bean. <gasps> no, it was John Feinberg. has been. And I do. I love fights. But, uh, yep. I don't want to give it away because it is a Barstool Gold uh, thing. But oh my God, that was so funny. And I'm just like in tears. And I'm like, oh, Annie has to see this if she hasn't already. So I'm like, oh my God. It's so funny. It's, a, it's at that age too that they all love Bane. Bane is, and it's funny because my, my oldest loved Bane when he was about two or three. And, um, so I knew the whole background story. I knew everything about him from, from Mick as a, as a toddler and stuff. So when they said they were making the Bane movie, we were so excited. And then when they announced who was playing, I'm like, just for you, for me. Cause I can tell you right now, mommy needs something to drink and a cigarette. <laughs> I'm watching this for an entirely different reason. It's like when he got into WWE, Yeah, you know, I, you know, my girlfriend Tina and I would be watching all these wrestling matches with our boys and they'd be like, Oh, we want to go to WrestleMania or we're going to SmackDown. We'd be like, we'll take them. <laughs> so, I mean, we have every t-shirt from everyone we've gone to. And 
you know, the kids at this point now are looking at us like, who is this for? Why, you know, how come daddy never took us? <laughs> Mom, please don't drag us to another. <laughs> to another yeah, exactly. I mean, I knew all the catchphrases, all the finishers. I mean, forget it. Anytime uh, the RKO was up, forget it. Oh boy. Sweating in the stands. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Everybody <laughs> likes wrestling. Nobody doesn't like WWE. That's, that is one thing that I'm, okay. So I have a friend who is very big into wrestling and he has worked some of the events, um, help setting uh-huh. up and, um, he's, he's just loved them forever. And there, there are some things. Imagine seeing Randy Orton. Well, I, I didn't grow up in that household. Although I didn't really grow up in a sports-minded um, household, and I still, you know, became a Red Sox fan at eight and all of that. <laughs> but I just never really got into it. And um, <laughs> so I watched with this one friend. Uh, we watched with a group, but I, I, he's more of like willing to be like, "Hey, and this is who this is," because he really, really wants me to to like everyone. And this was hmm, 2000, maybe 12 when this started happening. And um, there's this guy that came up and I was like, Ooh, out of the whole night, I was like, Ooh, who's that? And then he tells me the name and I'm like, Oh, okay. You don't remember the name. I'll tell you six (sighs) months later, something like that. I, I say something. I'm like, Ooh, who's that? And he goes, it's so-and-so it's the same, same guy. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. A year later, a year later, he says something, and like we're just sitting there and we're watching. I don't know. We were watching. What is the? It's the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and there was another one. Like they're, they're all like set up, big set up. Smackdown. Smackdown. They're they're like the big, like huge, like once a year type thing. So, and there was like another year went by, and I was like oh man, that guy is great. And he just looked at me and he goes, it's the same guy. (laughs) You have a type. I have a type. And I was joking, but he doesn't wrestle anymore and it makes me sad. And so I am the biggest closet CM Punk fan. Oh my God, who doesn't love CM Punk? (laughs) He married AJ Lee. Okay, so I don't know who that is. <laughs> so, but that's all I know about him is that every single time I watched it, and then now I'm just like, Aww. oh, that is so. His finisher move was go to sleep. Oh, UTS. Yeah, he was the one guy I just kind of like locked in on, and I was like, oh, I think he married AJ Lee. I'd have to look up. I'm pretty sure that's who he married. Oh my God, who didn't love to see him? Well, but you know why? Because he had long hair and then he shaved his head. His hair was much shorter. So yeah. the, the, I have a text, I even saved the message and he, my friend just going, you literally, like his hair is just grown out two inches or his hair is just two inches shorter or something like that. He's like, it's the exact same guy. And I'm like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know. No, he was like, his thing was that he was like really, really bullied as a kid. Like really bullied, you know, as, as a lot of these guys are. So he, like, that was his, um, you know, like off, you know, like John Cena does the Make-A-Wish. His was like really stamping out bullying and stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know why he left. I think, did he get into bo- did he get into boxing for a he while? He went into MMA, I think. I think he went to the UFC, right? Yeah, I think he like that poorly, but he went there. I think that's what he did. <laughs> I do, I because he had a match, and I remember thinking I have to watch this, and then I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, oh God, <laughs> ooh, 
Yeah, like, probably not a good idea. Yeah. And I was like, well, how soon does does he go back to <laughs> this will get me into into you know watching this with my friends again, but I don't know. I made a boxing cake one time. I made a ring. A boxing cake. Like a a, a wrestling, no, sorry. Wrestling ring cake. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? It was really easy just because it's square. I mean, it's, you think of the the mat like being raised up and it's just Oh, that's all. What did you what do you use for the ropes? <sighs> I rolled out, um, well, I, I had fondant and then you, I, you have to use like black. I'm afraid of fondant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little weird, but you use, you use food coloring and you like work it in and then you roll it kind of like knead like it and play, roll it. Right? I always thought it was like yeah. really, really like syrupy, but it's not, it's like a, um, it's like a clay. You have to mold it, right? Right. Yeah. Edible. Yeah. It's not the, uh, anyway. Yeah, it's not like something I eat right now, but it's it wasn't my favorite. Like I definitely prefer a, like a, if I was to eat a cake, a, a more you know per, um, traditional like frosting. But I did that, and then I I used like um decorated um oh god, I'm trying to think of the term for them. They're like stability, like the sticks that you put in like uh, for stability. And cakes like that are like, they're, they're like little pegs. They're like long pegs. I don't know how to, I forget what they're called. I don't know. Anyway, I used those, but I kept them long and decorated those and then connected the fondant to those. How cool is that? Do you have yeah. a picture of it? I'd love to see it. I don't know if I have a picture of that. I don't have a picture of probably 90% of the cakes I ever made. I made a teapot cake one time for a... Really? Look at you. Yeah, You're like Susie really Homemaker. Yeah. I can't make eggs. Totally, totally a homemaker type. I am so... I love that. <laughs> no, I and then I decorate for holidays and stuff, but yeah. and I wish I could do that. Like, we watched that show, Nailed It. You ever watch that show, Nailed It? My daughter the- brought it up to me. She it's mentioned great. She's- about it. The host is a comedian. I don't know what her name is. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. And um, the show has nailed it. And they show you, th- they have three contestants and they have three images of what, or they have three displays of what you have to recreate. And it's usually done by people who cannot bake at all. This is it. Yes. I want to go on she that She had show a nailed it birthday. That's what she did. She In February, she had a nailed it uh, birthday themed party where she had her friends come over and they had to, she had like the raw, that's what it was. She had like the raw stuff. I want to try it so badly. Like, and like, you know, my husband and my kids are like, you would be perfect for this because I'm the worst. I mean, I can't draw up stick figures. So that I'm like, I don't know if that's fun, like a fun compliment or you're absolutely insulting me by saying that I'm perfect for this show because the people that go on this are horrible. They can't, they can't cook. They can't do anything. They can't. It, that's no. funny. But yeah, nope. my daughter was telling me about that and when she got done, I said, oh, is this off the, the, like, the original, like, joke from Pinterest when people used to, like, see something from Pinterest, and then they would post, like, what they did, and then the joke was, <laughs> yeah. nailed it. 
like you know but it was like, it was like the melting cookie monster face <laughs> like oh my god like, see that's me perfect. and then like oh, like <laughs> it's so true i can't you know we, we so i bought the molds i bought the melting chips i bought a package of molding like i guess that would be the fondant I am, and so we have these ideas. We each have to find, the kids are going to choose one for Mike, one for me, and they can each help both of us. And we're going to do them at different times and see who nails it. I'm going to try so hard, but he's, he's so, he's so talented and he's so artistic, except the reason why this is such a big deal is because we did a a pumpkin carving thing once and I won. (gasps) Go figure. I, I don't know why I won. But I, you know, I just traced it on. And I cut it. So now he's got to reclaim his title. He's oh. angry that he lost to me. So. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but this is art. I can't do art. Like on a pumpkin, you, you actually like take a Sharpie and just trace it on and then yeah. carve it out. That wasn't hard. That's not talent. I can't draw to save my life. Oh, God, but I, I pursue all of this other stuff. Like. I can decorate something with balloons. Oh. <laughs> I can throw confetti at you. <laughs> well. So a friend had me do a fire engine cake for her son and it was on the table and she put the red fire trucks kind of on the table around it. And she has to decorate because the son really into fire trucks, really into firemen. Everyone came over and we were doing, I was helping her still set up and people were like, I thought you said you got him a cake. Like they were talking up, you know, like, and she was like, yeah, it's on the table. They went over there and then they came back. They were like, yeah, no, where's the cake? Like, I think they were just looking for like a Costco, like tr- fire truck, like piped out. So they thought you actually just put a fire in? That's how good it was? It was a life, it was like a toy life size, oh not God, life size. Awesome. I'd be know, afraid to cut it. Toy. You know, toy size. That's what I did. But I had kids that had a toy. I mean, like I just, but it's like, you look at it as I look at every, I look at all of this, not as like, um, homemaker stuff, but I think of the engineering it takes to like build it and set it up and then, you know, crumb layer it, set it back in, cool it, you know, let it cool down. Oh, no, a lot. no, I'm not showing up. <laughs> No, I couldn't it's, really, it's really, I think what happens, the, the problem for the people who do things um, and think that they're going to come out with something really amazing is one, never use store-bought frosting to decorate. Like yeah. if you're actually truly trying to decorate. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. Is it because it doesn't work well? It doesn't. It's, it's not made for that. Like if you just oh. want to frost a cake, like if you just want to do a stack two nine inch rounds and you want to do, you know, a layer in between and you want to frost it and kind of, you know, do whatever, fine, go at it. But doing a project with homemade frosting versus store-bought frosting is you're not going to get I don't know anyone who can do well, I'm glad you told me that I would never know but then again the, the odds of me going out and actually doing that anytime soon are probably slim to none right none I can't wait for you to come out and make my kids weird like there's so many things like that you do in a house that you know like I would never I would never think that Yes, I would. Yeah, it just has to do with consistency. So, um, 
yeah, it's just, it's more of a texture. So the, the stuff that you buy uh, in those little tubes, not tubes, but tubs, they're kind of, oh, yeah. a, they're soft. They're kind of like a soft, there's, there's nothing that's um, going to hold it up. It's just kind of, they just dump that stuff into. So if anyone out there has, or is just totally baffled why they can't do anything, that's why. That stuff is not made uh, to actually, you know, truly decorate. Unless you do, like, there's some tricks to the trade, like adding confectioner sugar, you know, to, like, kind of thicken it up a bit or something like that just to, to make it. But, yeah, that's why. We were in the diner yesterday, and um, it's just a regular diner locally, and the kids all ordered chocolate, um, hot chocolates. And the whipped cream that came out on top, they asked if they want extra. So, you know, of course, I reach over and I take a big dollop with my spoon. It was so good. The froth, I mean, I, we buy that ready whip, which is just for whipped cream, just on top of ice cream or whatever. But this one was so good. So I asked the waiter, which one, he, you know, he wouldn't tell me. I'm thinking, all right, this, like, breakfast for seven people is going to cost me 30 bucks. It's not like we're going, I mean, this is like a dive diner, real local. He wouldn't tell me which whipped cream they use. Isn't that bizarre? That kind of annoyed me. If they, <laughs> if they made it their own, I could just, yeah, I could see them saying, no, oh, we, we whip it up in the back. But the fact that they like buy it. I've, I've gone out drinking with the waiter. Like, it's not like he's like, he's not, and it, it, he's not a member of that. It's not like he owns the diner. He's just a waiter there. That's his job. I've, I've seen him at the bar. We've had drinks before. Like, I, what? Like, he's like, oh, no, no, I'm not allowed to give that out. I'm like, are you kidding me? It annoyed me. It honestly sounds like the guy, I, to me, it's it's like when they don't want to go do something. Oh, you know, it's like the standard, like, I really don't want to go back there and check. No, he's a hustler. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, he is. He's a hustler. I mean, I mean, it's not like this is his lifelong dream. He just shaved his mohawk and the guy's 45. So it's not like that, um, <laughs> you know, He's got that's really too bad because I have a thing for Mohawks too, but that's another day. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of that. Like speaking of hair, what do you think about this new bangs trend? I don't do well with bangs. I don't do well with short hair. So as I'm, you can see, I don't have bangs. Right. Neither one of us have bangs. I'm not a fan of them though. I don't like them. Yeah. So I you're talking about off. the really, sh- are you talking about the really, really short, weird? Yeah. I saw an article the other day where this woman had really, 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 yeah, like, like hardcore, ninety degree angle cut from her bob. I don't like bangs. I don't like bangs. I don't think they look good unless you're a little girl and you're four, and it's like your mom gives you like that, like the severe bob. Yeah, it always looks cute on them because their hair is never combed down. It's always like a mess. Right. So it always, you know, you always know that there's a piece of gum stuck in there somewhere. So it's kind of cute on them. But I, I don't think if once you hit seven, bangs are a thing of the past. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna give. Bangs a hard pass. Yeah, so bangs are very difficult, I think, for someone with naturally curly hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. Everything <laughs> is a... Bangs on a curly so when I try to do bangs with naturally yeah. curly hair, I look like a freak of nature. With <laughs> <laughs> but at least like, like a long bang. Like if they're long bangs to your nose and they're curly, you actually can pull them up and you'll get like a poof on the top and it'll right. look cute if you pull them off your right. head. But to wear them down like Jim Morrison did, I'm, no, no. Yeah. No, nothing, yeah, nothing really goes well for people with naturally curly hair to begin with. 
Oh my God. You know, I was, in this, I was also reading the other day about, um, well, it started with, I was listening to these two girls when I was on the train the other day talking about how often they wash their clothes. And one, she was saying to her girlfriend, she's like, oh my God, I don't, she's like, you could probably get away with n- not washing that like four or five days, like, like five times, I guess she meant. And I'm like, I want, like, I was curious what, what she was referring to. So I, you know, so if I, like I scoot over a little bit closer so I can hear them talking. She's like, no, the, like your jeans, you could go like two months without washing. She's like, your shirt, maybe four or five wears. She's like, but you're under, she's actually telling this, her, the girl next to her, how often she has to wash. Like, and <laughs> her, she's like, underwear, you know, like, she's like, you really should throw it out after the third time. I'm like, does she mean like you wear them three times and throw them out? Do you wear them once, wash them, second time, wash them, third time, wash them, throw them out? Like, I couldn't figure out what she was, that threw me for a loop. Because I think she meant you could wear underwear three times and toss them. I think that's where she was going. As I can see by the look on your face, you're absolutely as dumbfounded as I was. That's how I must have looked. I'm like, I get that washing your jeans if you wear them like four or five times. I get that. And a shirt you could, I could probably get like one or two out of. But I'm never recycling underwear. Nope. I'm never... No, I'm never putting on. Once they come off, they're not going back on. They're not, yeah. That'll, that'll, uh, uh, you know. Uh huh. Yep. Four cycle, four different cycles in the machine. You know, like that's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. Even if, like, you know, you know, like if you if you just like have to run in and out of the bathroom and they hit the ground. Uh huh. I still can't put my foot back in them. That's I can't. exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tie my hair up, jump into the shower, and put a whole new fresh to get a whole new fresh set of downs. But I thought that was comical. I was like, I wonder how often she washes like a, a winter coat. It's probably like three years since she washed her coat. Okay, socks. so and underwear is, yeah, so underwear is like really important. Um, it's just kind of a hygiene thing for you, just for yourself. Just call it a perk of being, <laughs> of just being normal or something. Being just, normal, right? Yeah. Imagine that washing your, wearing your underwear. You could probably wear your underwear three times and then toss them. Yeah, no, I, I, I was utterly grossed out by that. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely all set on that. Um, clothing is, boy, that's really, it's one of those. I know there's people who like, they'll take a shower, they'll put on whatever they're going to wear to bed or kind of like lounge around. And then, you know, they sleep or maybe they take off those items, you know, they only wear them a couple hours at home and then you know, they go to bed, wake up, they put on whatever they're going to wear to work, and then they come home and kind of wear the same stuff. But they're kind of, they're putting on something that they didn't do anything in, you know. I can can see that because, you know, who wants to keep, every time you put something in the washer, you kind of technically wear it down. Like it, right? you know, so I, I can see that, like, you know, you're not, you're not wearing smelly or dirty or filthy anything. So I get a pass with that type of stuff. Right. Jeans are one of those weird things that I was actually shocked when I heard how you were supposed to take care of your jeans. Really? I heard someone say that you could put them in the freezer. (laughs) Yep. That's it. You're supposed to put them in the freezer. Isn't that crazy? You're supposed to put them in the freezer. You're supposed to wash your jeans. You're you're supposed to spot spot clean them and put them in the freezer. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm still throwing mine in the wash and if I need a new pair, I'll go buy them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's why, that's why when people talk about, I don't want to wash my jeans, but I, I need to, or, or what have you. Um, that's why people will talk about, you know, how they hate to wear, they'll have, they'll wear their jeans a day or two before the event that they want to, they want to wear them because yeah. they want to be comfortable. So right, yeah, right. I can see. Yeah, I can't wear them too much because my chubby thighs wear holes with my thighs rub. That <laughs> after a while, it doesn't it doesn't make a sound anymore. And then I'm like, ooh, I got a you know, <laughs> oh breeze. <laughs> you know, one thing I'll never wear again: Velcro pants. Velcro pants. I I can't. What is Velcro? Not, not, not Velcro. Why did I say Velcro? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <That> terrible. <laughs> what are they called? Velour? Velvet? No, the the lines? What is it? Oh my god, why don't oh, corduroys? That why did I say Oh my god. Right? As that would be me with my chubby thighs walking down the street. You know, my brain. Some velcro sort of band. together. <laughs> yeah, corduroy. I will no, I can't pull that off. Yeah, the, I remember ordering them once and uh, no. like Large wanted them for work or something. And he's like, make sure you get me the eight whale, not the 14. And I thought he was joking. Like I thought because like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where my mind went, but I was like, like I thought he was joking with me, but he was serious. <laughs> I was like, how, how does he know this? Like, how do you know? See, what kind of, like what a whale. You know, like, you know what I'm going You know what, what are your own corduroy sometimes? <laughs> so. The, I think the rule of thumb for me, and this is not me, you know, being someone who's judging others. This is definitely a me thing. When you, <laughs> when you're, when your corduroy pants take a turn, like the, the pattern. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> to follow your body. That's how I feel about wool hard right or hard left, just to like yes. you. You're like, you know, maybe I should just not do this anymore. I should just. That is so funny. My wool sweaters do that. You know the little pills they get on a sweater? Yep. Like from rubbing the other part of the, the wool. Okay. I realize I just get it on the outside, like southern parts of my boob on either side. So I know like my forearms are rubbing there because I have just little pill balls just there and on my wrists. <laughs> I'm like, so now when I wear a wool sweater, I have to stand like Jesus so that I don't do that. Because <laughs> by the end of the day, you know what part rubs. <laughs> uh, epic fails. Ep epic clothing fails for many. There you go. Oh, man. Yep. What else do I got here? So, what do you so I was reading something the other day about how people name stuff. Do you, are you a nickname person? Like, I've not, I don't have names for, like, my left and right. You know, you know, what do you mean? Left like, right. like my, this isn't Sally and this is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that we can see each other and you just see me like grabbing. <laughs> I'm like, why is she grabbing her left boob? Yeah. And why is she? Okay. I do. I, you know, those are my girls. You know, well, I think, you know, the when bottom is the lily. like I, I do, I name everything. Right. We definitely, we talked about when we were talking about razors and, um, when to like exchange them out we we kind of we were joking and we both I think we both said Lily yes on that recording at the same time um, I think I just happen to know that that you guys you know just in the in the household say that so I think I knew um, yeah I don't hmm. 
I don't think I have anything named, but I know I guys. My cars, I name, I have, you know, my dog has four different names. My dog my, has a lot of names. I don't know why I do this. I don't know if it's just me or if, if you know, if a lot of people do that. No, you know, I think down so. the street and I'll be like, oh, you know, um, and my kids, they, they, they get such a kick out of it. So now whenever we drive somewhere and we see people on the road, we'll be like, who's this guy? You know, and who's that, who's that girl? So we try to pick out the most obscure thing about them. So, we, you know, what's up, pink velvet pants or pink, well, mm-hmm. Velcro in your case. <laughs> yeah, Velcro. I got lots of Velcro. <laughs> but it was so funny the other day. We were, so I was driving them to school and I hear them doing it in the backseat. Like, what's up, striped shirt? You know, like they do it the whole way there. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm ruining my kids. But it's, it is so much fun to give everything a nickname. So I was actually reading an article about it. And they were saying how, um, that it's an actual addiction. That Nick, giving things nicknames, if you're a person who does it, that, like, that's an addiction for you for doing that. I said, oh my God, I have to go to like a meeting. Hello, my name is Annie. I'm an addict. <laughs> I give Hello, my name is Anne. St. Anne, Annie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right. See what I mean? It's it's terrible. Yeah, I think I do it to other. So I do it to other things. So yes, I do that to other things. I do that to other people. People do it to me. I don't do it to me. I have unfortunately way too many nicknames, and it is. Um, almost painfully embarrassing when some of my friends start to bring them all out. It's hysterical, right? Right. But I do it, but not to like, not to myself. Like, you know, how guys are, you know, like obsessed with, well, not all guys, but there's like a lot of guys are obsessed with naming their hammer. Something. Of course they are. <laughs> well, they, what'd you say? They're, I said they're, they're, you know, they love naming their hammer something. And oh, I thought you said like a name. I was like, oh, wait, no. no. <laughs> they do. They, yeah. they do. They all have them. Yeah. Which no, I, I get. I do get that. I knew a guy who said that his name, his was named Stanley. Stanley. And I was like, Stanley, why? And he was, and he was like, because it's a great tool, like Stanley tool. No! And I was like, yikes. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, and I was like, it should have been Craftsman. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Now I got to look up what some some like like popular names are for that. Yeah. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. I was like, it's not really, buddy. I mean. <laughs> oh no, Stanley, that's terrible. You know, I think it's those. Oh, is it yellow tools? Oh my god. They, they do, though. Like, sometimes they come up, like, this one's like, oh, this guy called his rod. Ew. Like, come on. Where are they? A, a fiddle. Ugh. The silent flute. Oh, come on. Is this a joke? The silent flute? Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Like, they, they actually have, like for different decades and different generations, what they were called, his majesty. Get out of here. <laughs> the most popular ones for this generation are joystick and nightstick. Oh my God. Look, they actually have gigantic lists. And then there's classy. There's actually a list of classy 
penis nicknames. Rod made it again. Rod is number five. What do you think the number one classy nickname for a man's penis is? I'm not even making this up. What do you think the number one? The classiest? Yeah. Literary classy penis nicknames. What do you think number one is? (laughs) Hold on. The reason I'm laughing is because wait till you hear it. Romeo? I don't know. What? The cock. (laughs) That is the literary classiest nickname. Come on. I could think of a, a bunch of better names of these. Someone calls it the yard. <laughs> the womb broom. <laughs> How dumb are guys that actually, like, are, do they actually think if they have sex with their pregnant My guys, God. they're going to poke their children's eyes? This the is the dumbest <laughs> They really do think, don't really think about this. The Lone Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> they really do think that it's like some sort of magical, wonderful thing that's just like, hey, baby. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. It's coming for you. Like, okay. <laughs> that way. <sighs> this I is going to be a fun four minutes. <laughs> I used to work with a guy, and his last name was Hiscock. Not Hitchcock. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you, you, you meet them and you're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And you don't think of it right away. They just introduce you as this is like, you know, John Hiscock. Hey, nice to meet you, whatever. And then after a while, like, I'm standing there for like another five minutes. And I'm like, I work on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. This is going to be interesting because I know that the abuse I'm going to take for standing mm-hmm. next to Hiscock. Hiscock. I mean, for three years, I had to hear his cock learn, learn anything new today? What, you know, how can you hear with his cock yelling like that? You know, what's his cock wearing today? How's his cock today? <laughs> All day. And it got to the point where like, even my mom would call me up and be like, his cock in today. <laughs> oh, I really need you to do like, please, for everyone, please do an impersonation of your mother asking you about your day with his cock. Hi, Antoinette. Is his cock in today? <laughs> I can't. I can't even. I just want to say it was earlier. <laughs> oh, my God. She's out of her mind. Oh, wow. Hello. My God. Hello. <laughs> she sounds like a 90-year-old Jewish man. Are you home? Could you oh imagine your mom with the cousins? Oh, my God. God, that would be. I tell you what. I could. I tell you. If, if, that show, The Cousins, that comes on after Barstool Breakfast, I would love to host one day. I get along with old Jewish men so well, so well. After everything that I had it and that was brutal that I had to deal with with 9-11, our attorney that we had who was a saint yep. was this old Jewish man who was just, he was, he, I wouldn't want to go up against him in court. He was phenomenal. But uh, I got so close to him and his associates, but they were all these older Jewish men. So I was by the, you know, by the end of the day, after working so closely with them, I had their sense of humor. I got all their inside jokes. <laughs> so I hear these two talking and I'm literally talking back to my radio and like, I know what they're going to say. And then there goes Mr. Portnoy saying something. I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. 
<laughs> I, I think I sometimes I wonder, you know, there I go again. Who am I? This is why I'm not going to get tattooed today. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree because those, those guys, they are just so funny. And I, there are times where I, with, with my life experience, your life experience, like we would ask them a few other questions to go down like a certain road that they have. Right. They're already wandering down the road. It's like, oh, let me, yeah, I want to yeah. wander. I want to take you, you know, down this road, to, you know, too. Let's, let's go. So throw them a few pop culture uh, turns and see what they do. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh. So do, what was it, what do you guys normally do today? What is the normal, um, so the, in the McCarthy household, what we normally do on St. Patrick's Day is everybody hops in the car and goes into my mother-in-law's, which they all did without me today because I, uh, I had the stomach bug yesterday. Ooh. I was a demon yesterday. So my large was kind enough to leave me alone. I asked him to sleep on the couch and not let anybody upstairs toward my room because I was so afraid to infect anybody. So I don't know if it was breakfast from the, the diner where they wouldn't give me the name of the whipped cream. Right. Or if it was just, you know, from drinking too much for the past six weeks, or if it was, a, you know, if somebody was an outbreak monkey at happy hour, who knows? Who knows? Wow. But, uh, I was fine. I was, I woke up feeling fine. I didn't, I didn't overdo it at all on uh, Friday night, but, and I was fine yesterday. It wasn't until like five o'clock yesterday evening that I was I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't feel so good. I'm like, I want to go upstairs. And then I yelled down, like, nobody come upstairs. <laughs> Everybody stay downstairs. Not that moment where you're like, oh, mother of God, <laughs> nobody come near me. It was like five o'clock to about 3 a.m. It was just, oh my God. You know, and thank God, like the way our house is set up, our room is like on one side and the rest of the house is on the other. So it's just, you can't hear anything. You can't see anything. You don't know anything that's going on. And that's a, and I was like, thank God. Thank God. Because they would, because you know, someone would be like, just come to the door and ask if you're all right. And you want to just, they're doing it from such a lovely, heartfelt place. And you're like, you know, get away. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my, what do you call it? Finnegan was sleeping at my sister's. Michael was out all day with his buddies, and my girl, my daughter was at her girlfriend's house. So everybody oh. was out of the house for most of the day. So nobody was around me from ten o'clock to forever. Like they all left around ten in the morning. So nobody was around me. So I don't know where I got it. But so, did you have anything different at breakfast than anyone else? Like, did you have like no, the sausage, and everyone else had the bacon? You know? Nope. I had the coffee. I'm the only one who drank the coffee. Aha, there's the outbreak monkey. There it is. So there, maybe there was something like dirty in the pot. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, yep, yeah. So, okay, so normally you would, your tradition is to go over to... Yes, Mama McCarthy's house. In New York? Yep. And uh, she does a big corned beef and cabbage dinner, and it's always so good. She does a really good job. My, mom, my mother-in-law's a good cook. And... Uh, <clears throat> My husband's family is all there. His brothers, their kids, which I was excited to see because I haven't seen uh, his younger brother's kids in a while. And they've got one, I don't, I guess they're five, three, and about to be one, maybe. Oh, wow. Four, four, four two, and about to be one, maybe. I don't get to see them that often. 
Those are young kids. They're so cute. What's that? Those are young kids. Oh, they're three real little ones. I couldn't imagine having three kids all under the age of No. That's how I feel when people have twins. Like I remember my girlfriend, she got pregnant with twins. And uh, the doctor had said to her, you know, you probably should kind of try to get pregnant right away because once those twins are out of diapers, if they're having two in diapers at one time, you're not going to want to go back. So if you want to have two, like, you know, three kids, now would be the time that way they're all in diapers and then you're all out. And then she ended up getting pregnant with another set of twins. <gasps> she was like, curse you. <laughs> and they were little. She had like, so she had, you know, four kids all under the age of three. I, I, I could, I, I felt so bad for her. There was like, you know, <laughs> I know <laughs> your face just said it all. The classic, ew, that's terrible. I, it, I give people credit. I couldn't do it. Again. I couldn't do it again. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. I'm going to love having grandkids in the, in 30 years because then I can give, you know, cause I'm way too young to have them now. Yeah. So, you know, so am I. <laughs> I have no interest in that yet, but uh, no, but you can give them back. You know, like it, you can yeah. have them for a day, and which is great. And then you can give, give them back and then you can go home and, and go to the bar and not have to worry about getting right. a baby, you know, spend the day with them and go home. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, but, uh, oh, wow. Well, that's I sad that you're missing it, but does she ever do it at any other day? Does she ever break no. out the corned beef and cabbage? It's only I mean, she year. might, but not, not that, like, you know, it's a big event where everybody gets together. Mm-hmm. We used to do it, every, like, we used to get together at her house every Friday, but then gradually, like, we moved out to Jersey. His one brother moved out to Jersey, and um, his younger brother is much younger than him. He's, like, 10 years younger, so it's not like they're, we overlap at all. Right. And, uh, but this, it's, she does a really good job and I love going there. It's always fun to go there. She's always singing and dancing and it's always, you think he'll, he'll have a dunk contest over there. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. He was, he was slow to move after he, you know, it's so funny. The barstool guys took a, a, a poll the other day of who would have, who would drink the most. And he was voted least to drink the most and he drank by far the most <laughs> wow not even willie huh i mean no no willie was very good i if he had one beer then it's you know i i didn't i didn't see him like maybe he maybe he had one or two i didn't really see him gotcha throwing back like he wasn't thrown back the way large was oh my god <laughs> you know i think i think za mentioned something i I really will check out online, like on the weekends a lot. Just, it's just one of those, like I use it at work, you know, to kind of break up my day, but then yeah. like Saturdays, I just kind of disconnect. <clears throat> so um, I think I did see something, uh, but that might have been from this morning <laughs> from last night. So I don't know, but oh yeah, that uh, it looked like fun at the same time. I'm just like, oh, that's just, that would have been a lot. That would have been a lot for me because I would have, I haven't had alcohol in so long that like one highball would have done me in. <laughs> I would have oh, been a really? mess. It was a very, very, you know, it was a very just like shots of vodka and beer kind of bar. It was, yeah. Bar nine is very, um, it's like, like a dive bar, but they, they, 
they do a good job as a dive bar. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, a, um, it's not filthy or anything. It's just, it's just beer and, oh, well now they do the, um, the dueling pianos. They have two oh, right. okay. giant grand, baby grand pianos facing each other. And, uh, they take requests, you know, you throw up a $5 bill with a, a request and they'll play a song and it's, they love to do 80s stuff, country stuff. It's so much fun. Ooh. They really do a good job and everybody you know, gets up and is everybody singing their hearts out and, um, the stereo system, the sound system in there is great. So it's, it's changed a lot from when he used to do the wounded warrior fundraisers there. Okay. But, um, it, it was a good time. I'm glad. I, next time they do it, though, I'd like them to do it more in Midtown. This was in Hell's Kitchen, which is on um, like 54th and 8th Avenue, or 9th Avenue, they are, 54th and 9th, which is very close to the George Washington Bridge. It's like the northern left part of New York City, if you're looking at it on a map. Okay. And like a lot of people who work kind of work Midtown, like Midtown's a very busy place. So they should have done it like more in the 30s. And more like, you know, on Broadway, which is right. probably about five avenues to the right. So it's just central New York City where everybody can get to it. This was kind of like, it was a, it was a trek if you didn't work in that area. I'd rather them to see them more localized in New York City. Right. Huh. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like a much more fun evening than, than I had. So I'm, I'm in the... Mom, I have a show. Mom, I have a performance. Mom, I have this. Oh, we have this going on. Oh, I think I forgot to tell you about this. It's coming up in three weeks. I'm like, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. That's, that's a busy one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so much. I mean, it's great. It's like, I'm, you know, enjoying it. He's pretty much my active, my oldest son and my youngest son are probably my most active kids, you know, that were involved with high school, but man, there's a lot going on. I bet it's wild. So if it's not a rehearsal, it's a performance of some sort or right. it's a competition or it's a practice or it's something, something's going on. So you don't know what you're going to be looking for things to do in three months. Oh, <clears throat> well, maybe in five months, Yeah, in three oh, months, sure. you'll be like, you know what? You'll be, you'll be dancing and having like all the celebrations and stuff. Like I guess once September comes, the quiet will come. That's, that's what sparked the, the lovely outburst today. That oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just a good time. So I'm going to be left with the one that hasn't figured it out yet. So <laughs> that's going to be great. <laughs> he Yay! Will. He will. They always do. It's tough. And you can, you can give, I, you know, I really do feel for parents who really give, um, you know, the same attention, the same whatever to, to all their kids. It's my kids are close in age. They were run, raised under the same house, same rules, same everything. But man, you can have just various outcomes, you know, due to personality, due to whatever. Like he, in fact, with him, I've given him more attention just because I've gone through IEPs and I've gone through all of this right. other stuff. And it's like, I've just done so much. And you get to a point where you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, project my will onto you I don't want to be that parent I don't want to be that person but oh boy is he it's hard it is it's very difficult hard I do I I feel for 
I definitely understand those parents who are in that situation of technically that child is an adult, but if you're still the one that takes care of everything, man, there's just, you're in this gray area. It's, it sucks. <laughs> so you can't just send them to their room. Hey, you know, no. <laughs> sit in the corner, time out, five minutes, all that stuff. That's so easy. That's, that's the easy part. That's the, just be consistent and do it. But it's this, yeah. you know, all the, all the, I'm an adult now. I have free will. Like, okay, well act like it. <laughs> so, I know it's yeah. hard. I feel for you. I do. I feel for you, but I'm also going to use you as an, like, you know, guidance because I'm approaching that with my oldest. So I'm going to see how you handle it and hopefully be, you know, he seems to be a, be a bit more social, which is I think really healthy for kids that if they can be social, it's, it's really good. I know that there's a lot of parents who will get like, Oh, I don't know. I don't want them to learn from anyone else. Like you really like let your kids learn from people because it's amazing. They'll learn, you know, what not to do from people like life lessons are good. You, you really can't, there is no transfer. There's no flash drive from your brain to give them, you know, to hand off to your kid of life experiences and how to step up to a situation. So, you know, they're going to need to go through stuff there and you don't need to put them through stuff. You don't need to go out of your way to do that, but man, you know, they really do need to learn that. So I like the fact that your oldest is so, active and he has such a big heart he's like always including Finn and always just he's got a tremendous amount of empathy he really really does I really do um, his school offers this internship at the hospital the local hospital here for the month of July and um he just he just wrote his essay for it he has to write an essay that's due March 25th and he wrote it already and in the middle of the other night he called me up and I saw that he was calling him, which is odd because he knows that we're doing, we were out doing something for work. And, um, I go to a bar, listen to me, like we're doing something for work, <laughs> but, um, I'll do anything to justify going to a bar. But I hopped outside and I called him back and I'm like, what's up, Mick? Everything good. He's like, I just wanted to read you my essay that I wrote for my internship. And it was so, it was when you read stuff that they write for school, it's different because you're reading it and you're editing it and it's, you know, you want it to be uh, grammatically correct. And right. You're thinking about that grading scale and all the things that need to go into it. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm reading it with a different, I'm hearing it with a different ear than I, you know, would normally. And, um, he wrote it from a totally different perspective than a 14 year old kid writing it for his English teacher. He wrote it as, like, I felt like I was listening to a 30-year-old, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't a 14-year-old kid writing for a grade. It was, he, you could hear how passionate he was about this medical field. And it wasn't for any other reason than he wanted to do it. He was so excited to do it. And um, it was just, it was, it, it he wrote it differently. It, he read it differently. It came from a totally different place. And he's like, what do you think? You know, what do you think I should add or take out? I said, nothing. I'm like, that was perfect. He's like, no, really. I'm like, Mick, it was perfect. Like you did a great job. 
And he's like, oh, thank you, mom. Thank you. He's like, I'm so sorry to bother you. I was just really excited to read it to you. You know, go back, have fun. Like, I haven't had that exchange with him yet on that level. That was my first one. I just kind of stood there for like five minutes. I was like, wow, like that was a big transformation from a kid to an adult, you know, like that was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And I'm, you know, I felt so, I was so proud that I was the one he called. And then, uh, you know, Mike comes out, he's like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Why? He's like, I have a missed call from Mick. I'm like, damn it. He called yeah. me. <laughs> but he, you know, and then I, I, you know, I double checked just to make sure. I'm like, did you need something? He's like, no, when you didn't answer, I called daddy. I was like, oh, he did call me first. <laughs> But it was just like, I felt so special that, you know, he wanted that, that it was important enough for him to share. I loved that. That's the difference between a passionate piece versus an assigned writing, you know, a, a project that they have to do at work or at school. You know, when you're able to pour something, um, pour over something that you're really passionate about, it, it changes everything. Everything. It everything really does. I mean. You, you just, even if you're talking to somebody and, you know, you start to see their eyes glaze over and then you move it into a, a, a field that they love and you'll see them become animated. You're like, where'd this come from? Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. So. Exactly. It was, and I was so happy that I was the one he shared it with, you know, like that was so nice. It, those are such great moments and they, they come and you're just like, Oh, He's, you know, like you, like you said, that was the first adult type moment that you have. And those yeah. are the moments where you realize, and it's, it's not a bad moment where you, where you understand that they're going to be, you know, a full functioning adult human at some point. Right. And in their can, own life. And that is. You know, he did it on his own. He didn't need help writing it. Like that was another thing. Like ordinarily he'd be like, mom, I need you to sit down and do this with me. And, and he didn't, I don't know. It was, it was, it was an emotional. I like those moments. Milestone. Yeah. yeah. I like those moments. Um, you know, there was something I was going to ask you. Uh, what do you think about that? I think, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Podfathers or if it was somebody, it was a, a podcast I believe I was listening to recently where someone was like, you know, our family's pressuring, you know, us, me to like have kids and I really don't want to or what have you. And I, I was thinking about that. I was like, why? I don't understand the, the, why people do this to other people. Why do. Oh, like what am I getting a grandkid? Yeah. But why, why, you know, why do people, why do people do this? And the, and the reason I'm, the reason I'm asking is one, I'm technically, I have kids that are old enough to to do this. I know how incredibly difficult it is to raise kids and you have, and the, and the sacrifices that you end up making and you do it because that's what you want to do. You, you realize that this is what needs to be done. You do it at the same time. You've got the people like you mentioned earlier, like being an aunt, you get to see the kids. Oh, it's so great. But you get to give them back. And that's, yeah. And when, if your role in a, in life is, um, doting on somebody, but you get to give them back, you shouldn't be involved with the decision-making of, 
bringing a human into the world. And I really feel bad for people that either are our age or a little bit younger or even 20 years younger than us that are going through the, you know, my parents or her parents or his parents really want us to have kids and, you know, we're really getting it like, or, you know, when I just feel bad for people who do that. I have a friend who's getting into her late thirties and she does not want kids and has never wanted kids and made sure she married a guy who didn't want kids. But Man, she gets that question every every few days still. I think it's boredom. I think people do that out of boredom. You know, like they just need something. They just need something um, to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just easier to talk about. What, the fact that people don't have kids? Yeah, like I think it's like it's just com- it's they don't really necessarily mean it. They're just saying it out of to make conversation. I think yeah, I think for like people who are passing, but I do feel bad for the people who have like that mother-in-law type mentality that are like hovering like when am I going to get, you know, like you owe this to me. Like it's right. almost like when are you going to pay me back that 5 grand I loaned you? Like type of thing right, like are right. you kidding me? Like it's it's a human that we're not ready to have yet. Like but like, you also have to, like, I think somebody should say like, if it bothers somebody that much and you're an adult, you should be able to turn around and say, stop asking me. Right. You know, like at some point you have to be able to say, stop asking me. That's between me and my wife. Don't ask again. Right. Like, you know, because I think that if you don't, if it bothers you that much and you don't say anything, then you can't complain about it. You know what I mean? Like you've lost your rights to complain about it. Right. I definitely think we should be like lifting people up to say, yeah, you can't. And you can say it nicely. If someone's, you know, you can come back to them and just say like, look, hey, this is, you know, I understand it's family. If we decide to have children, you know, we would want you to, you know, embrace the child. But that is something that we're just not discussing outside of our marriage or our relationship right now. And I just feel bad for people because it is so amazingly time consuming and over, you know, like, even though I, I ended up liking being a mom and I four kids and I was not the plan, you know, early on before I had kids, I never thought I'd have four kids. Never, ever. But I still can't believe you have four kids. I know. Neither can I. Let's just say that. You must be the coolest mom ever. I don't know about that. I mean, I get way too excited. I just haven't grown up. That's my problem. I've grown up. People get, that's, I think, I think that's good. I think more people. I mean, should. I have a Kylo Ren doll that I was showing you and playing I with. I think that's <laughs> I get like a, I'm, I'm married to a giant child. Yeah. yeah. Which well, I love. Like, I, don't, I hope that, that we always stay that way. I, I hope that he and I always keep that um, youthful vein throughout everything because life is too hard. Oh, it is. You, know, you got to be able to have fun and laugh. Laugh at the kids. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at other people. You know, there's a difference. And I do believe there's, there is a genuine difference between making fun of and laughing at versus having fun with, you know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. There's a big difference. And, Huge. you know, I've had to explain that to certain family members that we're not making fun of. That is something we would, I would never do. Right. It's always having fun with, you know, we don't laugh at anything except ourselves. 
but we have fun with, and we, you know, we laugh with this because if you can't see the humor in a situation, then you will just shrivel up and die because, and I do believe that. So I'm trying, I really try to teach that to my kids. I absolutely love doing this. O'Malley, I think you're fantastic. I missed you. Thank you. I know I missed you. I know that you had a lot of stuff going on, so I'm glad to be back and I will be working on this and uh, getting it out as soon as possible. (laughs) Sounds good. I will definitely talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Yeah.